Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is the Lombardi Line with Mike Palm and Mike Pritchard. Now here's your host, Timmy Abbefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside to the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is the Lombardi Line presented by DraftKings. Femi Abebefe alongside Mike Pritchard, our VEASAN NFL analyst, played nearly a decade in the National Football League, former first-round pick to the Atlanta Falcons, and a national champion with the Colorado Buffaloes. Pritch, how are we doing today? Divisional weekend oh, has arrived. It's, it's awesome. Uh, doing great. How about yourself? You doing, doing all right? Yep. Excited Mike. about it? Favorite weekend of the season. It's okay. Favorite weekend. Opening day or now divisional round? Okay. Divisional, divisional round. round. Yeah, I'm, I'm partial to uh, conference championships uh, and mm-hmm. Super Bowls, obviously. But, uh, no, I mean, this is it's, it's epic, though. I mean, you, you got the matchups that um, look to be the right matchups or the playoffs dictate it, right, as we know. Uh, and we love that about the National Football League. But, yeah, all in all, a great weekend for the game. Uh, can't wait for all these games to kick off, though. Yeah, I would say divisional weekend is my favorite weekend. Yep. The conference championship Sunday yeah. is my favorite day okay. in okay. all of sports because yeah. you get the two games back to back. Like the Super Bowl is fun; it's a spectacle, but it's about everything but football. And by the time we get to the Super Bowl, it's like <laughs> all right, like, like the game almost feels secondary with all the hoopla that's going on in the league weeding up to it sure, and, sure. and everything. So like, it's we'll have a good time for the Super Bowl here in Vegas. By the way, oh, that'll yeah. be a whole lot of fun. But for the actual junkies like us. Conference Championship Sunday. Okay, that's that's, that's from where a it betting is. standpoint, you're a thousand percent correct, right? And we get two games, yeah, and we get two games. One. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you don't have to wait all the way till three thirty West Coast time. It's mm-hmm. you get a noon and a three thirty. What's what can be better than that? <laughs> but uh, we do have a fun show on deck for you guys. Two guests will be joining us here, starting in thirty minutes. Carl Jick Jack Johnson, our buddy from the Beau Rivage Sportsbook Director down there in Biloxi, Mississippi. He'll let us know what's going on behind the window at the Beau Rivage. Then at two thirty Eastern, eleven thirty Pacific, Dieter. Kurtenbach, sports columnist for Bay Area News Group, also a contributor over at KNBR in the Bay Area, will help us break down this Packers-Niners game. The Niners, they've been in this spot before under Kyle Shanahan. They've been the one seed. Last time they were the one seed, they went to the Super Bowl in 2019. Do they have what it takes to do it again this year? We'll ask Dieter that question coming up in about nine. This is the Lombardi Line with Mike Palm and Mike Pritchard.
future. Now here's your host, Timmy Ababafe, on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside of the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is the Lombardi Line presented by DraftKings. Femi Abebefe alongside Mike Pritchard, our VEASAN NFL analyst, played nearly a decade in the National Football League, former first-round pick to the Atlanta Falcons, and a national champion with the Colorado Buffaloes. Pritch, how are we doing today? Divisional weekend oh, has arrived. It's, it's awesome. Uh, doing great. How about yourself? You doing, doing all right? Yep. Excited my- about it? Favorite weekend of the season. It's okay. Favorite weekend. Opening day or now divisional round? Okay. Divisional, divisional round. round. Yeah, I'm, I'm partial to uh, conference championships uh, and mm-hmm. Super Bowls, obviously. But, uh, no, I mean, this is it's, it's epic, though. I mean, you, you got the matchups that um, look to be the right matchups or the playoffs dictate it, right, as we know. Uh, and we love that about the National Football League. But, yeah, all in all, a great weekend for the game. Uh, can't wait for all these games to kick off, though. Yeah, I would say divisional weekend is my favorite weekend. Yep. The conference championship Sunday is yeah. my favorite day okay, okay. in all of sports because yeah. you get the two games back to back. Like the Super Bowl is fun; it's a spectacle, but it's about everything but football. And by the time we get to the Super Bowl, it's like, <laughs> all right, like, like the game almost feels secondary with all the hoopla that's going on in the league leading up to it, sure, and, sure. and everything. So, like, it's we'll have a good time for the Super Bowl here in Vegas. By the way, oh, that'll yeah. be a whole lot of fun. But for the actual junkies like us. Conference Championship Sunday. Okay. That's, that's, that's From where a betting is. standpoint, you're 1,000% correct, right? And we get two games. Yeah, and we get two games. One. Yeah, you exactly. Know, you don't have to wait all the way till 3.30 West Coast time. It's, mm-hmm. You get a noon and a 3.30. What's, what can be better than that? <laughs> but uh, we do have a fun show on deck for you guys. Two guests will be joining us here starting in 30 minutes. Carl Jack Johnson, our buddy from the Beau Rivage Sportsbook Director down there in Biloxi, Mississippi. He'll let us know what's going on behind the window at the Beau Rivage. Then at 2.30 Eastern, 11.30 Pacific, Dieter. Kurtenbach, sports columnist for Bay Area News Group, also a contributor over at KNBR in the Bay Area, will help us break down this Packers-Niners game. The Niners, they've been in this spot before under Kyle Shanahan. They've been the one seed. Last time they were the one seed, they went to the Super Bowl in 2019. Do they have what it takes to do it again this year? We'll ask Dieter that question coming up in about 90 minutes. Uh, No Mike Palm with us here, the VP of Operations. Usually we're three wide. Mm -hmm. We're just going double wide here on it. Mike Palm, I believe, uh, stuck in budget meetings. Oh. <laughs> I saw the parking lot where we I parked. Mean, I was like, there's a lot of people sure, here. So sure. I, I think there's a big important meeting going yeah. on here at the Circa Resort and Casino. So we'll miss our buddy Mike Palm, <laughs> but we'll let us know. We'll let you know if he texts us or anything throughout the show, but I think he might be stuck in those meetings. But Pritch, before we get into the games, we have to start with the news throughout the NFL that we've seen this week. And uh, <laughs> the biggest story is that Dallas Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy is coming back right. for a fifth season. Uh, everybody thought, myself included, after the embarrassing loss last Sunday to the Packers, that McCarthy was uh, his seat was hot at best, and worst case for him, he'd be dismissed. But Jerry Jones said they like what Mike has done from a holistic standpoint. They, he has the highest winning percentage in Cowboys history for a head coach, and now they're bringing him back. What are your thoughts on McCarthy running it back for a fifth year in Dallas? Yeah, announcing that they're bringing him back too. The fact that yeah. okay, isn't it assumed? I mean, he wasn't fired, so I mean, you're bringing him back. If, but he, was you gotta, so, if he was so good you sure. don't need an announcement right you don't need an announcement <laughs> how you feeling though i want to know how you feeling i do i want to know i want to know <laughs> here we go uh I, i'm like i said early in the week anger okay. now it's apathy right okay. now it's now it's what do we expect going forward here because last three seasons it's been 12 wins and you get to the postseason the last two years you hit your head against the niners yeah this year home favorite of a touchdown against the youngest team in the league and you're not able to advance like I guess for me, it's I don't think this combination of McCarthy and Dak's going to get it done. And until we find some sort of change, 
can't really expect much different. Well, I understand the decision. I understand why Jerry didn't fire Mike. Um, Jerry didn't fire Mike because he helped build this team, right? Uh, and Jerry even came out and said, uh, we, we had the comments right here on, on our screen coming up that, look, he, he is, he's close. We're close. Um, and they are close. I think Jerry Jones is telling the truth. They are close. What do they need to do together to put them over the top? Pollard's a free agent. They're not going to bring him back. They're not going to pay him that no. much kind of money. Um, uh, and then, okay, do we need another playmaker on offense? Perhaps. Uh, uh, you know, that, that should have been utilized, I believe, from Mike McCarthy. But we'll get to that. Right now, Jerry Jones, the reason why he brought him back, he's not going to go outside and bring in Bill Belichick, who wants to tinker with this roster himself, right? He's mm -hmm. not going to do that. Um, he went through that with Bill Parcells. I mean, he went, he's already gone through that. Um, He's not going to bring in a Vrabel because I, I think Vrabel wants the same kind of thing. Uh, you know, and are those two coaches upgrades over Mike McCarthy, a Super Bowl winning head coach? Uh, I think Bill Belichick would have been, uh, I, you know, B Vrabel, who knows? But again, what Jerry Jones would have to do to uh, make it work or make it fit with those type of coaches, he wasn't willing to do that. I, I think what he's willing to do is work with this particular coach and tinker with the roster a little bit more because he feels like they're that close. Now, Mike McCarthy, is he going to get there? It's fool's gold, really. It really is for it Jerry is. Jones. I mean, but Jerry Jones is so far in it that he's got to continue in this direction. Mike McCarthy, excellent regular season head coach. There's no doubt about that. Where the questions come in, at least for me, and, and certainly betting, and, and I think for a lot of people, does he understand the difference between a regular season and a postseason? You can't go into the postseason with your scheme thinking that you're going to call the perfect play all the time, that, that your scheme is going to get you over the top, especially when everything's on tape, especially when you're seeing a team that kind of knows you and very familiar with you and what you want to do anyway. You have to feature your playmakers. And he mm -hmm. didn't do that till the second half, right? Inexcusable. Um, Dak Prescott was in a rhythm. He threw picks. He turned back into the old Dak, really. Yeah. Um, and, and as a head coach, how, and especially as a play caller, how do you let that happen? How do you not recognize that you got to be different in the postseason? It's mind-boggling to me. Like they just did not look prepared in that game that on too. Sunday. That too. Which is like that's like if you're not prepared, like what are you doing? Right. And now it's two out of the last three years they've lost in the wild card round as home favorites. And if that's not underachieving, I don't know what is. But McCarthy finally met with the media yesterday down in Dallas and answered why he believes he is the man for the job. My message would be this: uh, we, we we have established a, a you know a championship program. It's just not the world championship yet. Uh, we know how to win. Uh, we know how to train to win. We have the we have the right people, um, but we have not crossed the threshold winning playoff games. And um, and it's extremely disappointing to be sitting here talking about it. Um, but you know, I, I know how to win, and and uh, we will get over that threshold. You know, I have total confidence in it, and, and that's why I'm standing here today. Like he, you can say all the words that yeah. you want, and Mike McCarthy. I guess nothing he would have said would have made anybody feel better about this situation as it stands right now. But like, what, what's where's the evidence? You said I know how to win. I get it. Like that's in Green Bay. That's yeah. many many years ago. That's what Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. What have you done in <laughs> Dallas that proves that you know how to win and you know how to get over that threshold? Well, there's nothing. I mean, it, it's coaches speak at, at a podium. Really, um, he's not gonna lack confidence up there after you know getting what the last year of his contract. Uh, uh, from Jerry Jones. We'll see what the future holds, but they're, they're so close in their, in their own minds uh, in terms of the personnel and what they have. But 
I believe they had the roster to get to the Super Bowl, just like a lot of people do. But what's lacking, uh, Mike McCarthy? Like, I, I wish I could go, or as a player, I wish I could go up to the front office and say, you know what, I know how to catch the ball. Just give me another contract, right? Right. <laughs> it's not that easy. It's not that easy, Mike. Yeah, you know how to win in a regular season, but you don't know how to win with the Cowboys and get them to the, to the Super Bowl. You haven't established that yet. And uh, the biggest difference that I see is the fact that Green Bay, even with that bad defense, they knew exactly what uh, the Cowboys were going to do in that first half. Mm-hmm. It, it's like they practiced against the Cowboys uh, all week long and was prepared. And, and now when you start to feature matchups and even if they know what you're doing, these guys are just better. They're great. They're playmakers. That's what you have to feature. And Mike McCarthy, for some reason, doesn't know how to do that. Yeah, and and he has not shown the ability to learn how to do that or anything like that, which is why as a fan, for me, and even, and even if you're a better out there looking at futures for next year, those are going to start coming out in a, in a week or so. I don't see how you could ever be back in the Dallas Cowboys to do anything in the postseason. Now, regular season yeah. stuff, over the win total, win mm-hmm. the division, awards. Like I think you can definitely back Dallas in that regard, but winning the NFC, winning the Super Bowl, as it stands right now, I just crossed them off the list. Like yeah. I, I never want to consider them, and and maybe they go and go thirteen and four, and we're talking about it. But like once it gets down to the nitty gritty, right? When it gets down to divisional weekend, do you trust the Cowboys to actually execute and win that game? I don't see how you can. But yeah, I mean it, it's no different than you know as a competitor on the field, and you know look if I got my my butt kicked by a defensive back, okay, yeah, I got my butt kicked. I mean he, he locked me down, I, I couldn't get open, I couldn't make plays. McCarthy got his butt kicked by Joe Barry. Of all people. He got his butt whipped by Joe Barry. I mean, if, if there's anything he needs, he needs that kind of stuff. Like, if you're sitting there, Femi, would you ask him that question? How does it feel, Mike McCarthy, to get your butt kicked by Joe Barry? It's the, the much maligned Joe Barry. I, I mean, I would love his answer to that, though. Yeah. We won't get those kind of questions, though, no. from the media. Because <laughs> they want to seat back, right? They exactly. want to sit back there. I was like, that's how you get your access to Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Credential, thank you very much. Yeah. So you will never be allowed to the star. <laughs> right. But that, that's the equivalent, though, yeah. of what happened. Like, how do you allow that to happen? You, you just said you know how to win, but yet you let that guy destroy you. Uh, and one of the biggest games of the season, and the biggest game of the season, you lost it. This is the same Joe Barry that about a month ago, Packer fans were saying, we need to fire. <laughs> right. Like, like, that's the guy who just pants you on national yeah. TV yeah. Uh, out to a 27 nothing lead. It's just an absolutely embarrassing situation for the Cowboys. But I don't know where they go from here. To me, what this feels like, Pritch, is if there's early struggles to start next season, I think we're looking at a midseason firing from McCarthy. And it's something that Jerry doesn't do often. Right. In fact, he's only done it one time, and that was when they got embarrassed and they fired Wade Phillips and then promoted Jason Garrett. I think that this is where it could be headed because there's going to be so much heat on McCarthy from day one. Like, it's starting right now. Right. Imagine what it's going to be like in September. Well, your future's better, so you're going to be all over that market in the offseason I mean, in terms of win totals and everything like that. I mean, are you apt to say, look – Dak Prescott's a double-digit winning quarterback. Mike McCarthy can manage the regular season. I mean, depending on what that number is, would you look to go over that? Win total? Schedule and all that? If it's double digits, I wouldn't go over. I'd I'd look to the under. Okay. I just don't Already. Already. Yeah. I don't see this being a good setup. Like, when your coach is under this much scrutiny heading into a season, that usually doesn't bode well for the franchise. Uh, McCarthy isn't the only head coach under fire in the NFC East. How about Nick Sirianni and the Eagles? We'll get to that coming up next here on the Lombardi Line.
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is the Lombardi Line with Mike Palm and Mike Pritchard. Now here's your host, Timmy Abbefe, on VSN, the sports betting network. Start your morning with a daily dose of winning strategies, insider tips, and the latest buzz with the free VEASAN Daily Newsletter. In today's newsletter, we've got a deep dive on the Packers-Niners divisional game tomorrow night and best bets from everyone at the network, including yours truly. Get expert analysis and the latest odds delivered straight into your inbox absolutely free. Visit VEASAN.com slash newsletter to subscribe. This is the Lombardi Line, and we are presented by DraftKings. He's Mike Pritchard. I'm Femi Abebefei, hanging out here on a football Friday before the divisional weekend. And our first guest joining us now to help us break down these games and let us know what's going on behind the window, the one and only Carl Jig Jack Johnson, sportsbook director over at the Beau Rivage. Jig Jack, always a pleasure catching up with you. And I want to start off here just from like an overview standpoint of the divisional round weekend because it feels like a lot of recreational players typically fall in love with an underdog that performed well in the wild card round. Is that the case here with the Packers and the Houston Texans catching nine and a half points? Yeah, uh, hey, good afternoon, uh, you guys. Uh, good to be with you. Yeah, I, you know, Femi, it, it's always, you know, uh, it, it just seems like uh, uh, what they remember last, you know. It's, uh, it's kind of like a, a, a lot of people don't know this, but a bass, a fish. Mm. You know, has a has a memory of about 18 seconds. You know, they, they forget they bit the hook. <laughs> Uh, you know, so uh, it, it's kind of like that. Absolutely. Uh, you, you know, we've we seen what happened last weekend and typically uh, uh, for the public, they, they bring that over to the following week. Yes. You know, Carl, it's interesting, too, because you, you got these uh, home favorites in these situations, the big ones like Femi was talking about. 
with Baltimore and certainly San Francisco. Uh, I guess, you know, is there any anticipation that we're going to get any type of line movement, though? I mean, we're right up against the games are tomorrow, and uh, I, I don't know if you guys are anticipating that or are you pretty much uh, set on these numbers right now? Yeah, so I, I'll give you some movement. Let's look at the, the Texans-Ravens game, for an example. So uh, Monday night about midnight, we opened up here uh, uh, Ravens minus nine and a half. Uh, by Tuesday morning, uh, that thing had moved to eight and a half um, all the way through until Thursday. Uh, and then uh, I guess about noon Thursday, we'd move back up to nine and a half. So, and then in the Green Bay game, uh, you know, we had opened up here, uh, San Francisco, uh, Monday night, uh, we had opened up at 10. Uh, so the movement there, when we, when we got here, uh, uh, you know, about Monday at Monday at noon, we were down to nine and a half, uh, Tuesday went to nine, uh, and then back to nine and a half by one o'clock. Um, uh, so, and the, the Tampa Bay Detroit, uh, basically a lot of two-way good action there. Uh, it, we're kind of where we we're at. We opened at six, uh, moved to six and a half, and that's where we stand. Now, this Kansas City-Buffalo line movement, it's kind of been all over the map. Uh, we opened up midnight Monday at about uh, uh, Buffalo was minus two and a half. Uh, by Tuesday, it had moved to three, then back to two and a half Tuesday afternoon. Uh, and then uh, Thursday, uh, we moved uh, to three. Uh, and then now we're getting good two-way action. So, yeah, the, these lines have been all over the place a little bit, uh, Pritch. But we're speaking with Carl Jack Johnson, Sportsbook Director over at the Board of Advisors. Well, Jack, let's stay on that game. Chiefs at the Bills. And this one feels like it's going to be a monster handle by the time we get to kick off Sunday afternoon or evening out on the East Coast. Is there a, a side that you guys will end up needing, or is it because of the two-way action, it's pretty much just let the betters go ahead and decide it, and then whichever side ends up coming out on top, you guys should be pretty good. Yeah, I actually think this will be a pretty good uh, two-way bet game here. Uh, I, I think this one, uh, along with the Tampa Bay-Detroit, at least that's the way it looks right now, That is that uh, we're going to be getting two, good two-way action. Uh, I mean, good game. You know, you got to, you know, it's no secret these teams, you know, I was breaking down some stats earlier. You know, this is the number two defense against the number four defense. Uh, you know, Kansas City giving up 17.3 a game. Uh, Buffalo giving up 18.3 a game. Uh, you know, Kansas City first, uh, I think this is what Mahomes first uh, playoff road. Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll see how he does there. Uh, you know, look, these teams, it's also no secret. You, if you look, you know, in the playoff football, you got to rush the football and you got to play. You, know, you got you to stop the run, you know, and like our good friend Lombardi says, you know, you got to you got to control the middle eight. Uh, and if you look at the games and, and how this stuff's been going, uh, the teams that have come out ahead, especially in playoff football, they run the ball exceptionally well. They play good defense, and they control the middle eight. Yeah, Carl, this is like a divisional game because they, they're so familiar with each other uh, as well. Uh, curious about the futures uh, situation with Buffalo because they got hot down the stretch, and you know everybody's kind of uh, projecting them. Not everybody. A lot of people are projecting them or taking the flyer on them getting to the Super Bowl. What about from a AFC Conference Championship standpoint? I mean – did you see a cascade of money? And when did you start? To, did you guys start to see that? Yeah, you know, Prish, they, they pretty much bet us Buffalo all year. I mean, pretty steady, you know, uh, the, the good teams. Right now, uh, to win the AFC, uh, they're plus two and a quarter. Um, you know, the Ravens are plus 120, Kansas City um, at plus $3. And then you got Houston at uh, 
13 uh, plus 13, 13 to 1. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, I mean, typically for us, so we dodged a bullet, uh, you know, last week. Uh, uh, Dallas got knocked out. That was our big liability, as I'm sure it was, you know, with a, a lot of books throughout the country. But, uh, you know, for us, it's, it's pretty evenly bet, and we're in good shape right now with the, uh, with the futures. All right, that is the futures look there and also the look of the divisional round weekend. Jick Jack, before we let you go, buddy, uh, what are we eating divisional weekend? It's my favorite weekend of the entire season. We get four great games. What's on the menu? You know, look, it's cold here. A lot of people don't realize, but, I mean, we were in the 20s a couple days last week. We're going to get into the 20s tonight. So I like to cook good hot stuff, you know, like a potato and bacon soup. (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, you know, over some rice. I like that kind of stuff. I thought I've you were going to lead off chip. with gumbo or something. <laughs> yeah, well, I like that, you know, but look, look I, I've had so much gumbo in my life. I like to change it up a little okay. bit, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, anything that's hot right now is going to be good. Uh, did some red beans and rice the other night. So uh, we'll see, but uh, I, I can promise you, uh, Jig Jack will be cooking stuff. <laughs> Make sure you post it onto your social media feed so we can all go ahead and enjoy it as well. He is Carl Jick Jack Johnson, Sportsbook Director over at the Border of Oz. Jick Jack, we appreciate the time as always, man. Be well. Take care, guys. Good luck this weekend. Good stuff there right, from yeah. Jick Jack. How about that? A bass has a memory of 18 seconds. I know. To get into the mind of a bass, you know what you're doing down there, right? I mean, honestly. Um, but that's but like to his point, though, that's how yeah. a lot of betters feel. Sure. And that's always the tricky part about handicapping right. the divisional round is that we all fall in love with the teams that we saw mm-hmm. win playoff games the week prior. One of the first things I learned uh, being with the network and certainly from my uh, background of, of a player who couldn't bet to all of a sudden I'm thrusted into betting it's like, you know, don't let recency bias interfere, but yet recency bias, I mean, look at the Packers. That's recency bias, right? Yeah. I mean, look at Buffalo. That's recency bias. I mean, Tampa Bay, that's recency bias. And uh, it's, it's like, how do you not let that invade everything that you want to uh, accomplish as a better? But uh, I, I think you have to incorporate that. I think you have to incorporate teams that are getting hot. Jordan loves certain players that are lighting it up. I mean, I think you have to incorporate incorporate that a little bit. Yeah, it, it's such a tricky situation yeah. because you don't want to just go ahead and blindly back mm-hmm. the team that played well the week prior, but then you also don't want to blindly fade them as well. Like, I, I think about myself two years ago, and the Cincinnati Bengals went up and took on the t- Tennessee Titans. Titans coming off of the bye week. Everyone's healthy. Derrick Henry's back. Mm-hmm. A.J. Brown's back and all that. And I laid like two and a half. I think the game closed four. Like, I'm in good. And Tennessee just loses sure. the game. They turned the ball over three times and lose the game. And we didn't know at the time that Joe Burrow was going to be one of those dudes. Right. And we found out along that playoff run when they ended up going to the Super Bowl. Sometimes a team that does get hot, you might be able to ride that hot hand exactly. all the way. Exactly. I mean, it's an intriguing matchup. Like, for instance, Houston, we'll deep dive later on in the show. But um, just a little taste. I mean, it's like C.J. Stroud is so great at quarterback right now, what do you do if you're Baltimore? you play man-to-man? Are you really going to do that? Mm. Are you really going to do that? All right? Uh, no Marlon Humphrey. Sure. Uh, and then, you know, if you play zone uh, and, and forget about the running game a little bit, that could hurt you too. So uh, we'll deep dive this thing, but, man, it, it is so intriguing with these matchups that we have uh, – uh, coming up this weekend. Yeah, both of the favorites, the two one seeds who we, it's kind of been out of sight, out of mind with San Francisco and Baltimore because not mm-hmm. only did they not play last week, they wrestled a lot of their guys in week 18. So yeah. we haven't really seen them play and s- since week 17 for real. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a long time in NFL years. <laughs> two, two, <laughs> two weeks is like two months compared to the NFL in terms of what we react to and all the results. So maybe just maybe are, are people being a little bit, you know, 
I guess forgetful of how good these teams are, or maybe those two dogs are, are live because man, the quarterbacks, whether it's yeah. Love or Stroud, what they did, perfect passer ratings in the wild card round, first starts in their postseason, they're able to do that. Like that that's pretty impressive stuff that kind of makes you just raise the eyebrows right. like, hmm, is this maybe a future like one of those kind of guys here uh, down the line? And but I got some numbers for you, Femi, later on in the show when we get to them that uh, open your eyes a little bit on these matchups. Mm, can't wait for it. Cannot <laughs> wait for it. Uh, on the other side, though, as we continue to break down this divisional weekend, how about the coaches? A lot of coordinators, Bobby Slovic, Ben Johnson, Todd Monken. These guys are uh, pretty busy, not just with game planning this weekend, but also with potential head coaching interviews. How will that impact their performances this weekend? We'll break that down coming up next here on the Lombardi Live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is the Lombardi Line with Mike Palm and Mike Pritchard. Now here is your host, Femi Abbafe, on VSIN, the sports betting network. With Omaha Steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air-chilled chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks, guarantee. And for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash you will get four free air-chilled boneless chicken breasts and for free, rich, juicy, boneless pork chops with your order. Minimum purchase may apply. 
Yeah, it's lunchtime. That sounds good, Rich. Uh, <laughs> welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line. Femi and Bebefe, Mike Pritchard hanging out here on the DraftKings Network. And to join us now to break down Packers 49ers tomorrow night divisional round on the NFC side, it is Dieter Kurtenbach of the Bay Area News Group, also contributor over at KNBR. Dieter, we appreciate you taking the time here this morning. Uh, when you look at this matchup here from these two teams, and especially on the San Francisco side of it, like, I guess from the rest standpoint, is this a healthier Niners team after the two weeks off? Because I know they had the defensive line injuries with Armstead and Hargrave. Like, where are they at health-wise entering this game tomorrow night? They're in a stunningly good place for a football team that's played 17 regular season games. I mean, I, I don't think that there's a team more rested than the 49ers coming into this playoffs, and I don't think there's a team that maybe needed it more than the 49ers. They were fading a little bit there at the end. And I don't want to go into the Rams game in week 18 because that was a lot of backups and no one really wanted to be there, including the Rams. But uh, they, they were fading in run defense down the line. But Eric Armstead's back. He's practicing in full. The only guy who's out is Clee Farrell, who is the starting weak side or strong side defensive end. Uh, it's a loss. It's unquestionably a loss. But you have Chase Young there. You have Randy Gregory there. It's not as if that a position doesn't have depth, but for a guy like Fred Warner, who has to do everything all the time for that defense, absolutely huge. For a guy like Christian McCaffrey, who picked up a calf injury in week 17, absolutely huge to get that rest. And even for a guy like Brock Purdy, who sat out week 18, it's huge. He had two shoulder stingers back-to-back -back weeks. Just getting that right, getting their mind clear, getting some fresh legs under him, I think it's going to be a huge advantage. And it's one you're going to need against a Green Bay Packers team that, yeah, they've played a lot of hard football over the last few weeks, but they're the youngest team in the NFL. If anyone's got fresh legs, it's them. You know, Dieter, it's very interesting because the style of play uh, of uh, San Francisco on offense uh, is one uh, of a very physical nature. Uh, and then certainly defensively, too. And I think for the 49ers to try to control this game, they're going to have to keep Jordan Love on that sideline and possess that football. So not only physically feeling better, the psyche and that confidence, though, knowing that they can run the ball against everybody uh, also has to bode well for the 49ers. Are you getting a sense uh, that Kyle understands that as well? I mean, it, this is Kyle Shanahan we're talking about here. He's always going to be his father's <laughs> son. They're going to run the ball. They're right. going to run the ball in the postseason no matter what. Uh, last time they went to the Super Bowl, 2019, they ran the ball all but like 40 times. I mean, every play was a run. Raheem <laughs> Most was going off for 200 yards in the NFC playoffs. They ran the ball. That's because they didn't trust their quarterback. They trust their quarterback this time around. And last year in the postseason, before Brock Purdy's elbow exploded, teams were daring Brock Purdy to throw it against him. And that a logical, logical place for the Dallas Cowboys and Seattle Seahawks to go in last year's playoffs. Hey, rookie quarterback, third stringer, wasn't going to make the team. Let's see if this kid's got it. He showed he had it against the Seattle Seahawks. Wasn't so great against the Cowboys. We didn't get to find out against the Eagles. Then he came out and just had an MVP caliber season. Not going to win it, but it was an MVP caliber season. He was outstanding all year. If teams want to dare the 49ers to throw the ball, if they still don't think that Purdy can get the job done as a passer, all they need to know is that the 49ers had the best passing offense in the NFL this year, and it was twice as good almost as the next best team in terms of EPA per play. That's a fool's errand to ask the 49ers to pass it. But also, it's pretty dumb to ask them to run it, too, because you got Christian McCaffrey in the backfield, again, healthy, and he's as good as any player in the NFL. This is as talented a Niners team as Kyle Shanahan has had. It's actually not even particularly close, and he's had some excellent, excellent teams. This is going to be the Christian McCaffrey show for the next two games, at least in the NFC playoffs, if the 49ers advance, because you got to control the ball. 
You don't want to put it in the air. You don't want to leave things up to risk. It's all about winning the turnover battle. If the 49ers don't turn the ball over, it is exceptionally difficult to find a circumstance in which they lose against the competition that they'll be facing in the NFC playoffs starting Saturday against the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, no, this feels like this is certainly Kyle Shanahan's masterpiece. We're hanging out with Dieter Kurtenbach, columnist over there in the Bay Area, also contributor for KNBR. Well, Dieter, on the other side of it, because I know towards the end of it, you mentioned they were banged up. There was kind of some concerns from Niners fans about the run defense. Is that the one place where you see that they have a weakness here? If you were to look at this roster from a holistic standpoint, is it that run defense? I think that's fair. And I do think that the addition or reinsertion of Eric Armstead is going to help with that. I'm not the biggest Armstead guy. I've made that clear in columns and hours and hours of radio over the years. I I, (laughs) I sometimes don't see it with Armstead, but I'll tell you what, Eric Armstead's looking pretty good after seeing his replacements as of late. Maybe that's the biggest problem that the 49ers have going into this postseason. They're a top-heavy roster, and my goodness is the top good. It is exceptional. It's a Pro Bowl roster, up and down. Offense, defense, wherever you want to go, they got dudes on top of dudes. It's crazy. But if somebody gets injured, if something happens, if a finger is broken, if a hamstring pulls, the backups are real suspect. It gets real murky real fast, especially for top-end players like Trent Williams. There's no backup. It is Trent Williams or bust. So the 49ers do have this incredible, exceptional roster, but they got to be on the field and they got to be healthy. It's great that they had that rest. It's great that they took most of week 18 off. They should be as healthy as they can be, but they're still playing full contact football. I should also note, it's going to probably be raining on Saturday mm-hmm. night in the Bay Area. So if you're looking for uh, for an underplay, <laughs> I, would, I would lean towards that right now because that line's probably going to change. But uh, yeah, 49ers run defense, a bit suspect. I think a lot of that was Fred Warner being tired. I think it's Dre Greenlaw being in and out of the lineup, and he is questionable for this game with an Achilles injury. I expect him to play. Uh, It's also a lot of change at safety over the last couple of weeks with Jair Brown being out with a knee injury. I mean, there are some issues there, no question. Uh, Arizona Cardinals tore him up on the ground. But ultimately, if they commit to stopping the run, they have the kind of players that can go one-on-one in the pass game. I, I, I... I don't know where the real weakness is. I do think it's a bit of nitpicking to say that the 49ers are weak against the run. They're not great, but they're also not bad either when they're fully healthy. Well, how about this, Dieter? Let's get to some scenarios and let's get to some matchups because uh, Jordan Love is playing at a high level at quarterback right now. He's got incredible weapons with Watson, Dobson, and Reed. Um, From a matchup standpoint, uh, I I went over some numbers with Femi. I mean, uh, Jordan Love hasn't been sacked that many times, and if they do have a plan for Bosa and they're able to protect him, what is that matchup like in a secondary for San Francisco versus that passing attack with those receivers? I still think it bodes well because of the way that Jordan Love is being protected. Ever since about Thanksgiving, the Green Bay Packers have just sold out and they've gone mass protect on a lot of plays. And you're talking extra tight ends in his blockers. You're talking about play action directly in to pass protection for a guy like Aaron Jones, who's just taken on the linebacker after he gets the play fake. Uh, they're, they're holding in seven, sometimes eight guys to make sure that Jordan Love has the pocket where you can do those little flips off the back foot that he so loves to do. I am suspect about that working against the 49ers. Now, I, I can see a circumstance for sure in which San Francisco isn't getting all the way home, in which they're not bringing down Jordan Love. But I think that with Javon Hargrave and, again, Armstead up the middle, they're going to be able to create enough pressure up the gut, along with Nick Bosa on the outside. And I expect a lot of Chase Young in this game. It's just too quality of a pass rush and too organized of a pass rush to not at least make that pocket a little tighter 
And when you have that pocket a little bit tighter than it's been, because Dallas is just chaos. They're coming from all angles. They, you don't know where they're coming from. But that gives you a lot of opportunities to step up, step to the side, make some things happen. There are spaces to exploit. The 49ers are just going to choke you out. They don't care. They, they are going to stay in their lanes, and they are going to choke you out. And if you're going to be throwing off your back foot the way Jordan Love has been for the last three, four weeks, uh, that that's a pretty scary proposition against his own defense that knows where to be and how to be in the right spot when that ball's floating up there in the air. I, I am, I, I, I am, if I was allowed, I'd be prop betting Jordan Love <laughs> interceptions in this game. Okay. That is for sure. All right, okay. Jordan Love interceptions. Also, we have it down for a big McCaffrey playoff yeah. as well yeah. Uh, yeah. over these next couple of games. Dieter, we got about a minute left here. Removing the Baltimore Ravens from the conversation, is there a team that is capable of knocking off these Niners and preventing them from winning a Super Bowl? Kansas City Chiefs. It's always the Kansas City Chiefs. And I, I just... I love how we've all just decided that Patrick Mahomes isn't good anymore. That's going to look really good in a couple of weeks. It's going to look so <laughs> smart, everybody. Uh, I, I'm, I'm taking the Chiefs on the money line this week in, in Buffalo. I'm taking that Chiefs defense. I, I think that they're really, really good. I think that there's just enough there. Andy Reid is too damn good to, to not be able to move the ball in these games. I think that Kansas City is going to be the AFC representative over the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore is exceptional, as, as I saw on Christmas night with my own eyes. Uh, but I think Kansas City is going to be in the Super Bowl again. I think it's going to be the Niners. And I don't think that the 49ers want to play Patrick Mahomes, man. I don't think anyone does, but I know the 49ers don't. So we'll see how it all shakes out. But Kansas City scares the hell out of me because if they figure it out, sky's the limit. We already know that sky is pretty high for them. Well, right now over at DraftKings, Chiefs to beat the Niners in the Super Bowl is 10-1. to 1. Would you like Kansas City in that game if we got that game? I would like the Niners to be favored, but you know it's the Super Bowl. Things get tight. You never really know. It'd be a, it'd be a pretty raucous 49ers house, I would imagine, just given the proximity to Las Vegas and the West Coast uh, strength of the fan base. So I, uh, I I'd probably take the Niners in that one, but I, I wouldn't be afraid of a Chiefs money line on the uh, on the underdog. There we go. He is Dieter Kurtenbach, their Bay Area News Group, also KMBR. Dieter, we appreciate it, man. Thanks. Anytime. All right, we'll be back to break down more divisional games on the other side. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! 
and even checkouts not until four so because the american express platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants elevated experiences at live events and 4 p.m late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with amex terms apply 